Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody jump! Friday action. Taz and the Moose, but no Moose. Moose is out sick today, so we hope he feels better. Andrew Bogush, AB, otherwise known as Antonio Bogush, he will be sitting in for the Moose. We'll get to him in one second. We're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. You want to give the show a call? Very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 855-212-4CBS. That's an 855-212-4CBS. Uh, thank you to all our great affiliates across these great United States. Maybe you're listening right now on Radio.com or, or you're listening on the CBS Sports app. Maybe Sirius XM Channel 206 or on the Sirius XM app. Channel 206. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Taz and the Moose. That's Taz with one Z and Moose with two O's, not six. Uh, Andrew Bogus, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Oh, Taz, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. And don't worry, I've already made the first Mooses at the Vet joke this morning, so we're off and running. Okay. Yeah. You, you, offline, you made this I joke? I tweeted it. it you know, pre- I don't know the social media show. today. Yeah, I, I, and I tagged you. So you should have gotten a notification that you were tagged by me. Well, I didn't turn my, I turned my, twi- I turned my Twitter on? off last night. Like some people turn their emails off. So I turned my Twitter off last night. You sound <laughs> Inside Joke Jones. Yeah, but so oh, you're promoting a show on Twitter. That's a good job. Yeah, I figured I might as well, since I'm filling in for Moose today, I should take over his normal social oh, media yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah. If I'm going to co-host, I should also be on the tweet machine. So um, right. so here we are. And I, I hopefully Moose is better because it was not pretty yesterday. You know, he, he, yeah, and before we get into talking about the, the, this excellent AFC matchup we had on Thursday Night Football with the Texans and the Colts, um, yeah, yeah, Moose was very sick with a, an upper respiratory, sniffling, snot nose type of sickness, whatever he had going on. You know, on one hand, and he, up, he was making germs all over yeah. that whole area there that you're sitting in, right, sitting in right now. No, I know, and I've I've done all I can to to sterilize this <laughs> area yeah. this morning before yes. sitting down here for the next three hours. On one hand, and we make light of how much Moose works, but Moose works a oh, lot, please. and there's nothing efficient oh, about it. God. He's here. Then he goes home for a little bit and nearly burns down the house doing electrical work. Then he'll come all the way back from Connecticut into Manhattan, even farther south than we are. Then he drives all the way home at night. I I don't know what he does overnight. And then he comes all the way back down here. He's running himself into the ground. He should be sicker more often than he is. That's unbelievable. So you're on doing one right hand, he's I can't sturdy, believe you're actually doing this right now. On the, the other radio. hand, he I mean yesterday was gross. There was just noises was and guttural sounds and okay. things flying you know, through this room. Listen, the, Bad last, stuff. the last thing I wanted to talk about was what we talked about. Moose over. Every, yes. And what we talk about every day on this show about how much moose works. Now I'm exaggerating, it's not every day. The guy's not here, and now every we're other still day. talking about. And you know who's the who's guilty of this for two years? Since this show's been in existence, it's you. Yeah, no. Every time fair. you come in here and you do the update, I gotta hear <laughs> offline. I gotta hear how Moose works himself into the ground. You're not as you're not you're not married to the guy. You're not his best friend. You're not even his friend. So you no, don't even care. So he just, likes me less than you like me. That's probably accurate. Yeah. yeah, I think that might be right. And you like him 
Right. You like him probably more than me. No, though. you're my favorite. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. That's a hundred percent is. I'll, and I, that's fine. Moose, Moose is a man. He can hear it. I'd say it if he was here. You're my favorite. But I love bearded men. But if that's this okay. studio is on fire and I can only save one of you, I would save you. Thank you. I don't need anybody's help. No, I can I, save I, myself. Well, that goes without saying yeah, I don't that need anybody's you help. would have already been gone before the decision had to be made. Dude, but this if, place goes on fire. I'm dropping everybody <laughs> in my path and I'll be gone and I'll, and I'll lock you all in here. Right. Okay, that's what I'll do. Thank you. Happy Friday. And I guess so. I'll make human shield of us <laughs> while we burn on the outside. <laughs> You're covered by us uh, and no. your safe escape I'm joking. in the building. Some people don't get my sense of humor, but but I get my sense of humor. That's all that matters. Um, but anyway, so then later on, you're going to give us a little, because I don't know what happened. Apparently, when DA. Things happened. Who's on, yeah. on, on the radio here on CBS Sports Radio nationally right after Taz and the Moose. And DA does a great job. So he, you know, he was on after us yesterday, like always, in this same studio. I don't want to know. I want to hear it on the air. I know there was some kind of a, a, uh, an issue with the cleanse, the uh, sanitary situation. Right. Well, you were nice enough to alert DA to Moose's failing health right. during this show yesterday. So right. DA came in prepared. Right. And well, took we're going to hear about that, that later. I, yeah, but uh, not no, just as but, a tease. But you have a habit of your teases are basically you expose everything. DA did something okay. that I wouldn't have expected anyone to do yesterday. And okay. That's a good tease. Yeah. To get this place as clean as possible. Really? Yes. Wow. To, well, to protect DA as much as possible. Well, I don't blame him. He's, you know, he should do that. Uh, uncomfortable, awkward, weird segue. But yeah, the Texans beat the Colts twenty to seventeen. Uh, a heck of a AS, AFC matchup on a Thursday night. I've been a big fan of these Thursday night games for the most part, even since last year. Uh, my normal co-host, Mark Lucis, not a big fan of the Thursday night games, but he's been leaning that way. Are you a fan of these Thursday well, night games? I mean, I. I like that there's a game last night. There was something to watch last night, but more times than not, the game sucks because it's Thursday and not Sunday, and guys are just, it's, you're not meant to play Sunday and then Thursday. But True. I will say this, they have done a better job of giving us better matchups, and in particular now, the last couple of weeks, they've had some really good primetime matchups that became good primetime games, and last night was, it wasn't always pretty, Right, but it was good football. It was close, close. football. I mean, yeah. it was a one-score game basically the entirety of the game. Yep, yep. Had some ref controversy late. Had some big throws from Deshaun Watson, and for the Texans, it's a win they had to have for about nine different reasons in my head. No doubt, and and obviously now they take the lead right there uh, in the AFC South. The Texans are seven to four right now, and the Colts are sitting in second place at uh, six and five. There's still you know several games left, obviously to go in the season. But, um, yeah, I, I t- I'll tell you what, um, uh, I, I thought Watson looked excellent. I mean, he was just a little south. of he had 298 yards, so I was going to say a little south of 300 yards. He was 19-30 to 30 with two touchdowns, one interception. Um, you know, there was a, a good – if you like like watching NFL teams run the football, yeah. it was it – was, and I do. I like that. And, and, and the uh, Indianapolis Colts, even in, a, a, even in a loss, their offensive line showed up. Again, they, they, they blocked great. They're really great up front. Uh, Williams ran the ball really well. He had 26 uh, carries at 104 yards at one touchdown. So he played well. Uh, and Hyde played well on the side for the Texans. So 
I, right, I mean, I felt like it was a, a good amount of running in this game. I mean, it felt like a nice. I like. Do you like? I mean, I like a nice. You like smash, old school football? I do, I do. I do. I do. I, I'll take. I didn't. I didn't hate whatever that Rams Chiefs game was last year, fifty-one forty-eight, whatever that ended up being. I mean, I, I didn't mind that, and it ended up being more aberration than regular. Remember, people were freaking yeah, 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 out the yeah, morning yeah. after that game. Like, this is the NFL. I know. I and, know. and we didn't ever get that again. But no, last night was was some throwback football. It was old school. Now I think there's a conversation to be had that maybe the Colts ran the ball too much. I think it ended up being 39 rushes, only 25 passes. Right. And, you know, they were playing from behind in the second half, so they needed to go down the ball. You got to throw the ball. And when they tried to, it didn't work. Two huge drops by T.Y. Hilton in that Hilton, game, both yeah. on third Who's downs. Who was back playing. When, yeah, yeah, but it did, I mean, clearly didn't look like yeah. he should have been back playing Cap last train, night. I believe, right? Cap yeah. train, right? Yeah. So maybe they realized that there wasn't much to do in the passing game, but that's a Texan secondary that's been in flux. So people thought they were going to throw going into the game. Um, and then they ended up not doing it, and it almost worked, I guess. But still, there probably was a, t- a time or two to be a little bit more aggressive well, f- than the they were. More. Right, yeah. and, and to your point, Andrew, to your point, um, the Colts, as far as time possession, they even, even in a loss, the Colts dominated time possession in the game, okay, uh, because they were running the ball so much, so they were possessed the ball. But, yeah, to your point, later in the game, and you're, now you're playing catch-up, and now you're, you're running the rock. I mean, I don't know if it's just a situation where they're not trusting Percet or what. He was 16, by the way, the quarterback of the Colts, 16 of 25, 429 yards. Um, so I know from the game, and but speaking on Percet for a second, I thought Joe Buck and Aikman did a good job, and Fox did a good job of explaining. Uh, I, I, I think we talked about it a while back, Moose and I. You probably knew this already, but about Percet's relationship with pa- Bill Parcells. Okay, I don't yes. know if you caught that, but they, they, they did a good job of talking about the backstory and the, fr- the friendship of two guys from two totally different generations in the right. NFL, right? But uh, uh, the connection they have and the friendship they have and how Percet will get inf- you know get um, advice or whatnot and has a friendship and they text on the regular. Uh, Bill Parcells, I, still, I can't picture Bill Parcells texting. No. Right? He's so old school, Ag- right? Agreed. Right or wrong? <laughs> He seems like a guy that we would not understand that he's got a flip phone, yeah. A, and B, just would have no patience <laughs> for texting. But but good job out of Bill for doing it. Yeah, I know, right? But, yeah, I just thought it was a, an interesting uh, connection that, that these two cats have. You know, one guy from many years ago with all success and now Brissett, you know, falling into you-know-what because Andrew Luck decided to retire and, 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 playing, and playing pretty good. But yeah, so the Colts now they so they sit six and five, like I said, and the Texans seven and four. Uh JJ Watt, I don't know if you saw caught the pregame at all. They had a nice interview with JJ Watt, long camera interview with him. Um, who was it? Uh Bradshaw, the in studio team. It was Bradshaw, Michael Strahan, and who was there? Uh Is it Menifee? I don't no, I don't not watch Menifee. pregame oh, don't shows wa- ever. Wow, you're another guy. Never, huh? never, never, love never. Pre-game. I know you do. Love which it. is an odd thing to love. Because yeah. they don't tell you anything. Tony Gonzalez, that's who okay. Yeah, well, that's not true. They, I see. I disagree with that. I think they do tell you things. Oh, they tell you things that you might have already. Heard. I, I don't know. There's when I watch them, there's very little newness to them. Even even last week was it last week? Yeah, it was because of Miles Garrett. I mean, the way and, oh. and Kaepernick and everything like that. I mean, it. it they, I just I, I'll pass. I'm fine with it. It's just it's fluff. Get me to one o'clock or four wow. o'clock or eight thirty and let's Hardcore go. Hardcore Jones. Yeah, you just go right in. Yeah. I don't need it. Well, because also you're you know you. We're covering sports every day. We're reading about these games. We're reading about right. all the stuff off the field. So you've heard us already. But for the casual fan that's that has a job that doesn't include you know covering sports, you know for them pregame's cool. Yeah, and hearing a guy like Strahan, a guy like Terry Bradshaw, a guy like uh, like Gonzalez there. I mean, usually Howie Long's there, but he wasn't there. 
you know, hearing that, you know, hearing these guys chat up the game, you know, legends in the game, right, from different generations, that's cool to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, and and not to, you know, to dump on, like, the one-on-one interviews, like you're mentioning here, like, that's the stuff that those are worthwhile. Like, the, the yeah. kind of personal stories, the behind-the-scenes stories. So that that's what those shows wow. bring to the table. Otherwise, you are as arrogant as advertised. No, okay. I'm not arrogant. I just don't. I, Mike, I, he's arrogant. Is he not coming off arrogant right now? And yeah. I know arrogance, right? Big time. Yeah. Sorry, Mike's eating his Andrew. apples. I know. <laughs> nuts. Yeah, he's just nuts. Yeah, yeah segment one there. is all about the nuts for Mike behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. no, that's Hold it until winter. <laughs> no, but they had this, uh, they chatted up with J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt did Strahan and, and Bradshaw and Gonzalez. And J.J. was saying, hey, I, I, can't, I can't remember the question exactly what it was. I'll paraphrase it. But, you know, when is he, when's he getting ready to come back or whatever? If, you know, when's he coming back? And he alluded to, he, he didn't want to say it, but he kind of alluded to the sense I got that sooner rather than later. He had a big grin on his face type thing, you know, J.J. Um, Watt. So I mean, know. it just it's, it sucks to watch him standing there. I know. And I know. not playing for them. And again, I mean, this is what the third time in four years, I think, where he's had a season-ending injury. So, I mean, it's just it's tough luck for him and tough luck for them. And it's one of the reasons why last night meant so much about them. And they got smacked on Sunday in Baltimore, looked completely inept. Now right. they're back at home five days later. Right. Against their, you know, what's become their main rival in the AFC South. First place is on the line. Only I, game in town Thursday right. night. Right. I don't. I still don't understand how this like win probability thing works. But whoever was going to win last night was going to jump to like a sixty percent likelihood of winning the set, winning the division, the and the South, loser right. ends up with only like a twenty four percent chance. I don't know what any of that really means, but there was clearly <laughs> based on those numbers, there was a lot on the line there, and the Texans. I feel like in the past, whether it's been at home, on the road, in the playoffs, against the Colts last year, or in the regular season, they they let us down more often than not. Like, they skewed the negative more often than not. And last night, they skewed positive. It wasn't pretty. It was not a direct line. They didn't dominate. They could have lost last night. But they figured out a way to not lose. Right. To run out the clock late. They survived that weird fumble, non-fumble with, yeah. uh, with Deshaun Watson and Darius Leonard. Watching a field goal hit the upright and go through for them last yeah, night. So, that's luck. <laughs> you know, I, I needed the, the Texans needed to show some you-know-what last night. And they did in pulling that game out. Yeah, they did. And, and now, uh, we've got the Pats, right? They, they're, they're hosting the Pats. They're playing that's the Patriots. That's next Sunday night. Next Sunday night. And that's Sunday, the, that's what I meant. Yeah, I didn't so mean this two, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be something fun to play Thursday, then Sunday. And that's their last... Could you imagine that? (laughs) If you could, the NFL would make you do it. You got a day and a half. Get ready. Um, (laughs) That's their last, right now, that's their toughest game left. After that, they're home for Denver, at Tennessee, at Tampa Bay, home for Tennessee. Tennessee again. Those four teams have non-winning records. Um, So, yeah, that's... that's, They get get Uh, through the Patriots... And then close strong, and they should be fine in that division. But it's interesting if you, if you jump ahead past, you know, like you said, the Patriot game, which is going to be tough as heck for them. But they, um, and then Denver, and like you said, Tennessee, then Tampa Bay, then Tennessee again. You know, they got on December fifteenth, Tennessee, then the twenty first, Tampa Bay, yeah. then the twenty ninth, Tennessee again. So you got like it's weird that within three weeks you play a team twice. I don't see them beating – just putting a card ahead of the horse for a minute. I don't see them beating Tennessee. It's tough to beat any team twice in three weeks. You know what I mean? It's in the NFL. I think that's tough yeah, to do. Yeah, but it's also going to be the last – you know, that's the end of the season. Titans will be officially dead at that point. It's still Tannehill. One of those games is at home. Um, I still I, – I like their chances. 
You're not a Tannehill fan? All right. I think he has his limitations. <laughs> uh, we have that a lot of that around here, but that's a whole other story. What, limitations? Not, not on this show, but yes, correct. Uh, the latest surrounding Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. We'll get into that. 855-212-4227. Taz and the Moose right here. Taz with Andrew Bogus sitting in for the Moose. Uh, we'll be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS uh, Radio, CBS Sports Radio, toll-free line, 855-212-4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Um... Yeah, you know, yes, it was an interesting thing, and we'll, we'll get into the situations surrounding, latest situations surrounding Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph off of the fight last week with the Browns and uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers when Garrett decided to take uh, Rudolph's helmet and crack him over the skull with it. But um, we'll get into that in a, a second here. But, Andrew, you and I were talking during the break, and, you know, as we have Brett Heller, who just walked in for his latest Giant sports. baby Heller. Benj. Yeah. <laughs> that was a new one. Yes, yes. No, we've had that far. <laughs> yeah, so hello, hello, how are you? Hello, What's up, guys? Hello, sorry. That's great. Good morning. So what happens is this. So yesterday, while Moose was here with me, Andrew was getting, uh, he was done with his update, Brad. You probably didn't hear this. He was busy working. And Moose called Andrew Sean as he got up. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I didn't, re- it was really odd. Not I mean, Sean. I mean Marash. I mean Bogish. That's how that went. He doubled, oh, doubled yeah. down on the insult. Yeah, and and now what happens? Jokingly enough, you know, I was calling Andrew Bogish Antonio Bogish because he's AB. So like Antonio Brown. Yeah, it's a stupid little joke, right? I mean, and I don't know what happened. And next thing I know, I find out that on the DA show, this was played, that audio was played of yes. you being called Sean Andrew. Yeah, and they asked me how I felt, and I said I was it was a low point in my career. Uh, because, I feel I feel bad for you. Yeah, thank you, because <laughs> Sean is his own man. He's you know, he's made this little mini Sean Marash empire, so kudos to him for that. But I don't excuse me. But I don't need to be com- he's made a what? mistaken for him. An empire? It's, it's a mini, it's very small, it's miniature. It exists only on his block in Long Island. It's that small. Sean and miniature in the same? Only in this okay. regard. Anyway, it's, it's you know, I don't want to be compared or mistaken for Sean. We don't look alike in any way. And as I said to DA yesterday, I really thought that this show. Which show? Taz and the Moose? Taz and the Moose was a safe zone from all of this. Because Pete, Pete can agree. Pete who? Pete the body? Yes. Pete the body. Yeah. Like, people Before. on Twitter like to always throw Sean back at us like he's this megastar, and it gets a little taxing. So, Taz, this show, Taz and Moose is a safe a zone, as I said, because you don't like Sean, Taz, so we were not allowed to speak of him on this show. And then and then yesterday, I get Mraz right in the face from Moose. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That was weird that he just, yeah, I was straight... Uh, Moose is usually perfectionist with names, but he what was, was under he the weather. What was he thinking about? I think he was. I also think he was. He was under the weather, and that was a, that was the, the the deal breaker for him. Yeah, yeah, he was sick, you know. <laughs> but but and you know, and he had uh, he had a plethora of cough drops. He had snot rags all over the t- the desk. It was disgusting. The whole situation. I felt bad for him. Really, the guy was really a mess. But anyway, you know. But apparently, I, I, he was he, when he was on WFM. Moose with Maggie was fine. By the way, not even a hint of an illness. All right. Yeah. And what ha- what happens is, 
I believe you said Sean was their producer on which that. Is, yes, which is why. Is I, he the regular producer on that show? He is, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So that's I why that. I think. I guess I should stay on top of stuff that goes nah, on. you're fine. <laughs> I, I think that's Six why. 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm good. Yeah, anything happens before 6 or. Oh, look. Look. Did you hear that? Yeah, you're getting sick. Well, you're How sitting in the sick chair. How fast is this? <laughs> 25 yeah. minutes. Uh, anything. That's why I'm assuming Sean was in Moose's head because they had spent the afternoon together well, the day before. All right. Brad Heller, um, it's great to see you. Seriously, Rob man. Good to be back. Yeah, it's just really just one of uh, one Speaking of Speaking my... of a safe zone, it's yeah. good to be back. Well, yeah, I know you love being on this show. Um, that's what I a lot do. of people have told me, and uh, we love having you It's here. always a treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Jim Jim Heller. <laughs> so much respect. It's always a treat it's to hear my ego. name. To hear my name said in so many different ways, shapes. And well, it's just these are, things, these are great moments in Taz and the Moose history. <laughs> uh, so it's great when, I mean, you're becoming a star here rapidly. Uh, let's be honest. Um, it's a little yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, and you're welcome. Um, so just so you know, you are welcome. You could be the next you. Sean. Fingers wow. crossed. What? <laughs> Antonio Heller. <laughs> Brad Tonio. Brantonio Heller. Uh, 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 you have an update? Or I what? do. I'm Good, let's ready see. to go. Well, they, they, you know, I just figured you should probably do your update, and then uh, you might get interrupted while you're doing it. That can happen. <clears throat> so That's fine. All right. All, All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll start Thursday Night Football. The Texans taking control in the AFC South. Second down. Watson gets the snap, and he airs it out deep down the left side. Watch DeAndre Hopkins, and Newt makes the catch for another touchdown. The Texans retake the lead. Mark Vandermeer, the fourth quarter call on Texans radio. Second time to Sean Watson. Hooked up with DeAndre Hopkins. That one was the difference. The Texans 20, the Colts 17 in Houston. The Texans break the first place tie in the division after they were blasted by the Ravens on Sunday. Watson finished with 298 yards passing. Everyone in this in this lead is very tough, especially coming off a short week against a great team. Disciplined, fundamentally sound, uh, hard-nosed team. And uh, to come in and, and, and take care of business and fight 60 minutes is uh, great. And the Colts had a couple of touchdowns on the ground, one by Jacoby Brissett. Brissett only threw for 129 yards, though. T.Y. Hilton, who normally dominates Houston, had just three catches for 18 yards. Also a couple of big drops in his return. Hold on a second. The uh, sorry to interrupt you, Brad. I have a question. Uh, so, Andrew, now I see this tweet you're talking about. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard about this, Brad. So Andrew tweets, because whenever Andrew is sitting in for Moose or myself, he has to take the social media, and he does it quick to let all of his followers know he's going to be co-hosting. He's on top the, of it. He's you know, got to right. be. Yeah. He's, on, he's co-hosting the, the National Sports Morning Show Radio Jones. He got was it. in the bathroom with Barry Trotz. And so he has to do this. He yeah. can't help himself. AndrewBogus.com is updated immediately as well. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. It's in the app. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all connected. He's 2019, he's, guys. The guy is It's like he's so... He has to go to Twitter. Uh, Twitter, how am I doing? He has to yeah. go to Twitter, and he says, fine, I'll say it. Moose is at the vet, so I'm. Ha- this is kind of a See social media update. This is kind of a social media update, I think. Kind of, right? A little bit, a little bit. Even though you're co-hosting, it's kind of a social media update. Okay, maybe a little late on that. It's kind of like a social media update. Ah, oh, there we go. So fine, I'll say it. This is what Andrew Bogus said at Andrew Bogus. I'll say it. Moose is at the vet, so I'm hanging with Taz on Taz and Moose six nine a.m. Eastern. Blah 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 blah. And of course, Al Dukes has to chime in. He probably should go to a human doctor if he's not feeling well. See, this is the thing that uh, this is what triggered me is Al Dukes because Who produces for Boomer and Geo, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So My thanks for friends. letting the audio know. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> when you used to be on the fan sometimes, yeah. and they pulled you off because I had a rant. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's that's my exactly what happened. Yeah, that's, you're one. That's true. <laughs> I mean, once I went on that rant, did you know about this? They loved him over there. He was doing updates uh, during the summer, I think, and I went off that. Oh, you have to be on the fan to be famous. Yeah. Wow. Oh, 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 look, they're talking about me. Oh my God, if I am. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. So he was on Boone. It was like a big deal, and he was mocking out and whatever. So wow. So I kind of had a little tirade, a little rant, and I got I got talked to about that too. So that's all. It's <laughs> just like constant slaps on the wrist for Taz. So anyway, um, Al Dukes uh, is obsessed when people are out sick. I've learned this. Because recently I was out sick for two days, which I don't take a lot of sick days. But apparently people on this show think I do, which is a little odd for me. And Al Dukes had to take the Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Mike, you saw this, right? Please. The the one that he had from a few weeks ago? I'm not familiar yeah, yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, he had some comments. I'm not going to get into it. And I was a little, a little taken aback. Andrew, now, this Paula, it has to see Moose is out sick, so Al Dukes has to jump in and say something. Your joke about the vet thing is kind of weird. I, I, I It took me... Two times to read it to get the joke. I, it's fine. But you were just trying to think of a creative way. See He's a Brad? moose. He's at no, the no, vet. No, 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 no. Bro, bro, bro. You were trying to think of a creative oh, way. Oh, moose knows. at the vet. There we go. He just got the joke. But you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough room. <laughs> but you. It's a safe space. Antonio, you. Yeah. You were trying to think of a creative way to put out there that you're co-hosting the show. That's what you did. Be yeah. honest. Uh, have I hid from that? I guess not. No. And I will point out for the record that normally the person that sits in the seat gets yelled at for not tweeting. Now I'm getting yelled at for tweeting about the show. Well, so that as used always, to be. Used to there be. are no winners. I've Only actually, Taz. I think I muted the Taz and Moose account. <laughs> <laughs> the old show I co-host, I muted it. Is that bad? Which would make sense. Um, that was just that's going to be another phone call. <laughs> it's not bad. It's it's not the best, but it's not, not bad. <laughs> yeah. Blocking it would be worse. Uh, <laughs> right. Sorry, sorry. You Brad. can still see it. Yeah, right. Blocking, Blocking would be worse. Yeah. I bet I apologize okay. you if you want. All right. Meanwhile, the NFL upheld Miles Garrett's indefinite suspension and also said it did not find any evidence to back up Garrett's allegation that Mason Rudolph ignited last week's brawl with a racial slur. Marquise Pouncey's suspension, that was cut from three games to two. NBA, the Blazers are 0-2 with Carmelo Anthony. They lost to the Bucks in Milwaukee, 137-129. Portland was missing Damian Lillard again with back spasms. Melo scored 18 points. I thought we played much better, uh, kind of as a unit, competing, uh, stayed in it. Um, you know, some, some things we, we'll get better at, we'll, we'll learn from. Giannis had a triple-double for the Bucks. They have now won six in a row. Also, the Pelicans outscored the Suns, 124 121. College Hoops at Madison Square Garden. Number one Duke routed Cal 87-52. The 2K Empire Classic Semis. The Blue Devils will face Georgetown in the championship game tonight. The Hoyas upset number 22 Texas 82-66. On the ice, the Islanders setting a franchise record with their 16-game point streak. They beat the Penguins again in overtime 4-3. The Maple Leafs win their first game with new coach Sheldon Keefe 3-1 over the Coyotes in baseball, Yasmani Grandal getting a That was my last I'm line. Sorry to interrupt you, Brad. I have a quick question. I have to start over do now. You also, I know you do business with the Mets, but you do. I might have asked this before, so pardon my, pardon my brain if I asked you in the past. Do you do play by play like Andrew does on like different college sports or what have you? Or no, I do studio hosting. You've never done play by play. I have. Yeah. Uh, I did it in college and did it down south. Um, really, the former voice of North Carolina women's basketball. I Brad didn't know Heller. that. Yeah, I was that's down, cool. Down in the SEC, Wait, in the UNC ACC UNC? for a few years. No, no, I worked there. Oh, okay. I was Antonio a three years Hella. in Chapel Hill. 
<laughs> so wait. Nobody knew my name down there. Well, no, but here's the thing. Well, again, I make stars. That's I, what I do here. Let's be honest. Thank you. I mean, this is well documented. And look around the room, bro. Mike's waving. His I mean, Mike, Mike just waved. He knows. Host the basketball drives. Pete Bellotti. He's a hot take machine because of me. People, he's over like Rover everywhere. I'm over. Antonio Bogus, enough said about that. Mm, thank you, Taz. Again, AndrewBogus.com. My startup. AndrewBogus.com. The there it is. Any app, net, right? actually. And Great now, jokes. Heller, you're, you're next on tap, my friend. But I appreciate so, that. So, no, yeah, I, I just pitched you doing play by play. That's why. I didn't know you, were doing, do, you had done a lot of college, uh, women's college basketball. Uh, you know, Mikey B is a stud at play by play, right? You do know that. One of the best in the business. He really is. He's actually doing the wrong job. He should be doing play-by-play, um, like for probably one of the like the big ten. It's now. perfection, Mikey B, bro. He sounds great. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> no, you, you never heard that. That's like network quality, dude. I'm not kidding. That was UVA baseball. Uh, was that 17 years ago, Mike? Something like that. It feels like 106. <laughs> Here's the 1-1. One, one. It's a ground 12. ball to Keith Worman. Scoops it up. Throws to first. It's perfection. Will Roberts has thrown a perfect game for the Cavaliers. And How the good perfectly is that? engineered voice crack during the highest Bro. moment of a It's perfection. I mean, that is perfection. Hello, this is a teaching moment for you. Your sentence. I'm sorry to be condescending, Andrew. You know how I get sometimes. I don't even hear it anymore. I'm so used to it. <laughs> when you said, he unplugged his headphones. If you don't mind, repeat your sentence about what Mike did at his highest point. What did you say? Perfection. No, no, his his voice. The voice crack. Yeah, it's called inflection. That's the word you're looking for. Sir. Well, no, no, it's perfection. His inflection on perfection was spot on. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was the perfect I'm time trying to for give you, it. I'm just trying to. Right. I'm, I'm trying to help you, sir. Don't I, push back. Okay. I'm, I'm not, trying to help you and give back. you more of of a vast knowledge of grammar and vernaculars. This guy that's here. That's not a word. Tess. Right. Exactly. I am a sponge. You are a sponge. Yes, you're a, you're a sponge. But Mikey B is the most untapped talent here at <laughs> CBS Sports <laughs> Radio, that. and not only CBS Sports Radio, people out here. See, you give me a dirty look. He's the most untapped talent. On WFAN, and that's perfection. Whoa. That's like you can't even Whoa. say that. Thanks for, putting, like, me, oh. thanks for putting me over. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, untapped talent. Check I wanted you, Brad, to hear that. So when you are getting ready to do any sort of play-by-play, Antonio <laughs> Heller, you make sure you listen to some of Mikey B's UVA baseball. I need tips. to chat. I need to channel Mikey B. I'm gonna have we to. We can chat. Yeah. By oh, the way, thank you. You know, Andrew, what I just thought about? We've never heard the full game of that UVA game. Who would they play UVA in that game? George Washington. Okay. The Colonials. The Colonials. I wonder how he was the whole game. Terrible. That's what but I, I showed up in the big moment. <laughs> like, you yeah, don't need one, to hear the rest of that it. That one moment of, wow, this guy sounds great. But what about the other? No, yeah, what, what else are we nine getting? No, it was That's brutal. His demo it was, tape. What else are we getting? It was like, here's the two-two. Is that a strike? A ball? Wait, I don't know. Is that a know. bunt or a oh, Texas leaguer? Sorry, it was a home run. <laughs> they go up one nothing. Yeah, no, I mean, like, so, because anybody can look good or sound good on a highlight reel. Totally. I mean, you know. I mean, that's how Andrew got his job. The gimmick. But um, <laughs> I mean, that could have been remastered. That could have been so remastered and today. boosted. Boosted, right? It wasn't it actually me. What? Yeah, it could have, could have definitely been. Also, wasn't I just want you done with your update. Uh, the White Sox Say signed yes. Yasmani Grandal. Now I'm done. Good job, buddy. Hey, Brad, we're gonna see you in a little bit. Okay, Antonio Hello, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so uh, I just said we still have to get into the latest as I saw with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Andrew, we'll get into that. We got a little sidetrack. College football picks. We got that coming up. We got NFL picks coming up. 
Um, hey, call the show. Give us uh, what, what college football game are you looking forward to watching this weekend, tomorrow, or maybe tonight? 855-212-4227. Who do you want to see? What, what NFL game you fired up out of your team? Got a good matchup, bad matchup? Give the show a call here. Andrew and I would love to chat with you. Again, 855-212-4227. Taz with Andrew. We'll right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Uh, hold on, take two. Part one, it's time to ask the pros. I didn't realize why I was here. Uh, I don't normally do this. This is normally Mark Malusis. And I can't blame Mike for this one. Okay, usually you're just like I'm a machine. I have reads. And it's like, boom, boom. I'm used to podcasting. Okay, so now I'm going to backtrack, fix this in the podcast. This is an edit point in the podcast. Three, two, one. Oh, we just got back from break. Wow, it's time to ask the pros, Andrew. Where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros and submit your question by listening here later uh, in, show, uh, in the show where you might get us to answer your question, that type deal. So think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So we were talking a little bit about it, uh, leading, not talking about it, we were teasing it to talk about it, about the latest situation with Miles Garrett, Andrew, and Mason Rudolph. And this thing now is becoming a he said, he said situation. Um, and someone's character now is being attacked, and that someone is Mason Rudolph, we don't know the truth, and hopefully we can. So, uh, you know, well, lay it down for well, us. I mean, and this is, I don't know of a more serious allegation to make against a person. I mean, this is this is serious stuff. Miles Garrett saying that he heard a, a Mason Rudolph use a racial slur at the beginning of the brawl last Thursday between the Steelers and the and the and the Browns and. The NFL says they, as Brad said in his update, found no evidence of this. Mason Rudolph's lawyer sending out a, and the Steelers sending out pretty strong um, denials of this. But then Miles Garrett last night issuing a statement that says that he, you know, he heard what he heard, um, and he thought when he brought this up in his appeals hearing earlier this week that it was, it was like a, yeah, yeah, and they wouldn't get out, and now it's gotten out. And you know the 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 one thing that jumped out at me in his statement was, you know. He, if it was said, um, and again, he believes and says it was, that it doesn't condone the way he acted. Now, I don't want Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at anybody right, or right. swinging somebody else's helmet at somebody. But if Mason Rudolph called him something horrible at the beginning of all of this, it at least explains better why Miles Garrett might have lost his mind. Although, what when I think about it, and this connects to my original thought, that, that Mason Rudolph should have gotten punished more mm. for his role in this. Well, I agree with that part of it. You know, his role, it, it, the physical end of his right. role, Mason Rudolph. Because, he, like I said, what Musio, this kid more or less started this fight. Yeah, and then if you remember the sequence of events, unless I'm completely remembering them incorrectly, they, you know, Miles Garrett brings Mason Rudolph down, and then they wrestle on the ground with Rudolph trying to get Garrett's helmet off. Garrett flips it, takes Mason's well, stop helmet right off. right there. Hold on. I want to get your opinion real quick, because yeah. I'll forget to ask you. Okay, when when physical engagement happened, where Garrett engaged and wrapped up yes. Mason Rudolph, I felt, I felt by watching how quick it happened. Once Rudolph threw the ball to the running back towards the left in the flat, 
I think Garrett thought that Rudolph still had the ball. And when he took him down to the ground, I think he thought he had a sack. Yeah. Did you, did you feel like he – if you watch it back, it, it was so quick where he was already engaged. Garrett was engaged with Rudolph's body when he threw that ball, more or less. You know, I, I hadn't thought about what Miles Garrett was thinking. I, I, I think that he finished the tackle – with a little extra oomph, and oh, that's why Rudolph was upset, and Mason knew he didn't have the ball, so that's why he got upset. Garrett might not have known I don't think the he ball knew was he had away. The ball. I really, in so defense to him, I think he sure. thought he had the ball. So either way, when they're on the they're on the ground, they're wrestling, Mason's helmet comes off. Garrett is... is well, he was... Hold on. Mason was trying to pull Garrett's right. helmet off. Right. So, but the specifics are, are not my point. My point is that at some point, Miles Garrett is on his feet, no longer engaged with Mason Rudolph. Right. And then Rudolph comes back at him again. To get and his helmet. And that's when he hits him with the helmet. Right. So why I'm bringing that up is if Miles Garrett heard the N-word or something else in the beginning of all of this, and that's why what happened happened, it would make more sense to me if he just went into this frenzy and beat the crap out of Mason Rudolph hmm. with no intermission. Good good but point. there's a break in their in their get together where in, he's in almost heat, we call it the, in, we say right. the heat. We like say he's, the heat. he's yeah. almost calmed down. He's disengaged, hmm. and Rudolph comes back at him, and then he hits him. If he had heard something horrible in the middle, to, or you know, if I'm if I'm putting myself in Miles Garrett's position, right, right. If I'm knocking a guy down, he says something like that to me. We're fighting then and there, and we're not stopping until someone drags me away. It was kind of over, and Rudolph started again. So it doesn't always completely line up in my mind. Like, if you're starting at a racial slur and ending in the helmet hit, like, it should have been continuous fight, and it wasn't. So I, I, and I, don't, I don't want to <clears throat> tell Miles Garrett what he heard, but I also think that when you are calling somebody or accusing somebody of something like this. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's... Like, you have to be careful, and you have to almost be able to show me 100% with certainty that it happened. And obviously, you can't, and there's no one else has come to bat well, for Miles Garrett and all of this, so we're left to try and figure out what might have happened. We'll never know what actually happened. No, and, and a lot of... Several Pittsburgh Steelers have come to the, the defense of their quarterback, of Mason Rudolph, saying he's not that type of guy. He wouldn't say that. He didn't say that, yada, yada. I heard some of that stuff uh, someplace else. I did hear that uh, from the Steelers. Um, the thing is, the truth on this, in my opinion, as far as if what was said was said, can come out. There are there's so many microphones that are around these, around these NFL games and these fields, okay? And, and some players are mic'd up unbeknownst, even if it's not on whatever, the Monday night game, they might be mic'd up for, a, for something else, for a segment for one of the other sports outlets or something NFL Films is doing. Someone might have had a mic on. Ref's mics are on sometimes. I mean, it, you know, there's a way to pull the sound. To I mean, unless he whispered, let's just say hypothetically, Mason Rudolph did say something horrible uh, and a racial slur towards Gary. Right, and I mean, it's possible. It, it's it's possible. possible it was said and no one else heard it for sure. But also, too, and, and again, so now we're kind of backtracking over like, and dissecting this again in a different way. But Mason Rudolph gets hit in the head by a helmet. And his first reaction is to look around like, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? Right, did you right. see what he just did to me? Yeah, he wants to get the penalty. If, he wants right, right. Right. If Miles Garrett heard a racial slur, wouldn't he get up screaming? Can you, like, yeah. after the fight, be like, did you hear what he called me? And right. if I'm Miles Garrett, after all of that, and I know how I'm getting destroyed in every corner of the NFL for my actions, 
Like the next morning, you're know everyone's knowing that. Right, right. Like no, right. everyone's like, listen, guys. I don't again. And you know what he said last night. He could have said last Friday morning. It well, doesn't condone my actions. Why take so long? Like, why? Right. You know, like it doesn't condone my actions. I shouldn't have done it, no matter what. But I thought he called me. Blah blah blah. And then the whole well, con- and then like the conversation's different. Right. Well, no, and I, and I hear you, and I agree. I, I'll tell you who could have heard. Was was number sixty six, Dave DeCastro. He was the one engaged with Garrett when Rudolph came over. So if anybody heard it, it would have been DeCastro, uh, the starting right guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And speaking of starting offensive linemen, let's take a listen here to the the to the left guard Ramon Foster from the Pittsburgh Steelers on the situation. I don't think it was uh, provoked by anything. I know it wasn't provoked by anything Mason said or did. He just took one on the top of the dome at a guy that lost his cool, and that's unfortunate. But the people that painted a picture of him saying a racist remark or him uh, grabbing him in, in, in the groin area is, is ludicrous. Well, so, I mean, and, I, I mean, well, there you go. That's one of his teammates saying that. And, by the way, to credit that, that audio to 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh. So, see, we appreciate that. see, here's the problem with that sentence. And Mike Tomlin said something along those same lines during the week where he was asked – you know, what can you take away from this? And he basically said nothing because we didn't do anything wrong. Mason Rudolph was hand-in-hand instigating this There's with no doubt. Miles no Garrett. Doubt. So when David DeCastro says, like, he didn't do anything to incite this verbally or physically. No, that, like, was, that was Foster. I'm f- sorry, that. Foster. Yeah, yeah. Cap- that, I mentioned DeCastro, right. bro, because he was the guy right next to uh, e- Either uh, way, like, that's not true either. Like, this started because Rudolph reacted correctly or overreacted to Miles Garrett taking him down and kind of flopping on him by trying to rip his helmet off. Like, that happened. And that's why Miles Garrett got as angry, or at least started towards being as angry right. as he got. So now to absolve Mason Rudolph of everything is not correct either. Oh, I completely agree with that. I mean, put aside any accusations of a racial slur, which is a very serious accusation, but putting that aside, like Moose and I talked about it yesterday and the day before, I mean, because it's a very important thing to bring up. Like, Mason Rudolph, and I agree with you. Moose would agree with you. He said the same thing. I'm saying the same thing. Mason Rudolph deserved to get punished in some way, shape, or form here. Yes. Because he was definitely, I don't, look, a lot of things happen throughout the game. I know that. You know that. And there's a lot of tempers flare towards the end of the game. Uh, as the game evolves, I should say, going towards the end of the game because people are saying things we don't hear to each other and they're doing things and they're grabbing people where they shouldn't be grabbing people. And we think these TV cameras catch everything or the announcers catch everything, and it doesn't happen. It's a nasty game, and that's how the game's always been. So who knows? My point in long-winded form is, and just, again, just real quick for Miles Garrett, who knows what was said or done to him throughout that game by one of the offensive linemen, which is part of the game. I'm not, I'm not crying about that for, for Garrett. I'm just saying, like, things happen that can make you build up to that point. But if someone, you know, he's, he's African-American, so if, if, if someone, you know, uh, is calling him a racial slur, if that's true, if that's right. true, I mean, is it still good enough reason to hit someone in the head with a helmet? No. no. Of course, even Garrett said that in his statement. But it makes it a little more understandable. It, right. If that happened. I don't know. Do, do, are we ever, ever going to find the truth? I mean, I, I'm bringing up the point about there's so much technology and audio that if they really want to delve into this and investigate this, the NFL, they probably could find out if that was said. I'm just asking Dave DeCastro. I mean, ask him. I don't know. I mean, maybe he was holding back or getting in the face of Garrett. And if that was said, to your point, the way it was said, maybe, if it was said, when Rudolph came over, I mean, I just watched the video uh, during your commentary, and you could see it. Like, 
um, it, it's a situation where the Castro is right. So that's how, how quick he threw the ball. Yeah, I mean, there's two Steeler linemen standing over them wrestling on the ground. Right, the Castro's one of them, right. and right. So, but watch. Oh, this is another clip. So hold on, it's coming up here. But anyway, uh, the Castro was right near once the helmet, once the um, once the swing of the helmet by Garrett happened right there. See, there's the Castro, right, right there. So now, to your point, Rudolph does this after he, before he gets hit and went over. The Castro was right there. So I mean, you could ask him what happened. I mean, someone could ask him. And I would, and this is serious enough that I would hope that whoever it was would choose like, civility and human respect over teammates. See, right there, the couch was right next to him. Right. I mean, he's there the whole time. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. See, like, don't and know. again, Miles Garrett is, I, I think he's done with this. He's holding Mason Rudolph's helmet. Right, that's a good point. But, but he sees the guy come at him. No, that's what I'm saying. He, I, I think it, this is about to be over until Mason Rudolph charges him again. Right. And right. then we get the helmet hit. Yeah, Which is why yeah. Rudolph shouldn't be playing this weekend, in my mind. Right, right. No, I agree with that. Uh, we're going to get you ready for Week 12 in the NFL right here. Taz and Moose, we're Andrew sitting in for the Moose. 855-212-4227. Give the show a call. Uh, we'll be right back. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.